Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to play some clips from one of my favorite constitutional conservative guys. I like to uh, point out how deceptive his show is and show people that if you can't catch on that somebody who's in media making tens of millions of dollars is not giving you information that's any threat to the system, then you're probably not a very bright person and you should stop making fun of liberals. (laughs) And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the truth. And it's truth they don't want to hear. Because there's a truth about the Constitution and constitutionalism. And the truth is, I was a constitutional conservative, believing all of the fantasies about the fantastic document, the incredible freedom machine, and everything else for years and years and years, promoted all that same stupid crap. And then about 25 years ago, I got the Internet. And in fairly short order, I started figuring out that it was all a con. And when I did figure that out, I became self-certified as a master practitioner. I've also given myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for all the effort and time I put in making this podcast that's explained so much truth to people. And with the release of the Jones Plantation movie where I played Mr. Jones, I've awarded myself the Presidential Medal of Freedom for the incredible job I did acting in that movie and helping with the script. So thank you to anybody who supports that. Go to jonesplantationfilm.com and buy that movie and watch it. It's an incredible allegory. I think people are going to enjoy it. it. tells the truth about the system, the complete fraud that it is. And I love making fun of all sorts of credentials and crap like that because credentials are the way they control people. They make people learn a certain set of things and then hold a license. And if you don't toe the line, they simply take your license away or your certification or registration or whatever it is. And that way they keep a lid on anything that's outside the norm. And that's what you saw with covid and all the so-called doctors and health experts. If they stepped out of line and stopped carrying the water for the government and it's safe, effective bullshit, they would just have all sorts of licensing problems and lose their jobs. So that's why I like to make fun of it. Okay, enough about that. Let's go ahead and get this show going. So I wanted to make a show, and I want to play a couple pieces of audio, one from the biggest constitutional conservative lawyer in all media. I don't think there's any possible way to dispute that. He's got radio, he's got podcasts, he's got TV, he's got books. The guy's everywhere all the time, and his stuff is so fantastically deceptive. And I hear bits and pieces of his show, and I really could honestly sit down and just take his entire show every night and critique it and point out over and over and over all the different stuff that's wrong with it and how deceptive it is, and how he leaves out everything that matters, and how it sounds great because he's up against liberals, but the reality is he just simply uses these endless Barnum statements. I mean, just endless about the country. Always with the country. And of course, he constantly uses the word country to mean a couple of different things. He uses it to mean the image in your mind of the moral structure, all your traditions and values and all these things about saving the country. But then he talks about how the country's going downhill. And the reality is he never mentions the fact that all the country is, is the government. And whatever land, resources, and people the government can maintain control of the country. (laughs) 
The government's not about to be lost. We're not about to lose the government. That's not true. We're not about to. We're about to lose this idea that people have in their heads of what the country is. And this constant intentional confusion put into people's minds about what the country is is such an important point because you hear it all the time. We're going to lose the country. We've got to save the country. This is a republic if we can keep it. None of those things are really what's happening. The government itself is under absolutely no risk. In fact, the government's been growing and growing and growing constantly all the time forever. And so the idea that we're about to lose the government's not true. And of course, there's nothing else to the country <laughs> of the people and stuff. That's not going to go away. All the values, all these other things, they're either here or not here. And the reality is new people come in all the time, but the only real risk to what he calls the country is in fact the government. And yet they run around and defend it endlessly, endlessly, endlessly. And I want to play some clips from him because they're just so good. And I happened to hear the show right after I'd made the most recent show. And in that most recent show, as you guys know, when it comes to Spooner, I was talking about how can people not see that anybody who has a large media presence is in no possible way a threat to the system. The system is rewarding them, uh, massively rewarding them again and again and again with millions and millions of dollars. That's why they have shows. That's why they have a big media presence. And so to believe that somebody could have a big media presence and in fact be a risk to the system, something that the system is concerned about, something that threatens the system in any form or fashion is so ludicrous. I don't understand how anybody cannot see that total and complete disconnect. I, I just don't see how anybody can't get that if you're big in media, that your message is totally and completely approved by the system and can't possibly pose any threat. And yet these constitutional conservatives, they run around acting like they are a threat to the system. They are a threat to what's happening. Um, none of that's true. All they are a so-called threat to is the election of Democrats, theoretically. <laughs> but Democrats and Republicans are all on the same side. They need each other. You have to have a boogeyman to point at, and the Republicans have the Democrats, and the Democrats have the Republicans. But they don't threaten any form or fashion the actual system of government we have. Not one tiny bit. In fact, they 100% prop it up with these endless ideas that somehow, if we vote the right way, that things will change. And no matter how many shows I've done proving all the different fundamental structural problems— these constitutional conservatives continue to drain off everybody we need into this complete dead end. And I heard this clip on the way back from the gym. <laughs> I listened to a little bit more of it. I don't hear much because I have a short trip to my gym, too. It's like seven, eight minutes to my gym. Everything's very close for me. I don't spend a lot of time in my car. I don't like spending time in my car when it comes to uh, traffic and all sorts of other things. And so I always come back later uh, the next day and listen to the parts of the show I heard and I fill it in. And then I decide what I'm going to do. And this one's really difficult because it was the opening to the show. And really, you can listen to the entire first part of the opening of the show. And it's quite amazing and ridiculous. It came on November 10th. And of course, I will attach it. 
But this one piece was where I was sitting in a light, and this part came on. There's not a lot of lights, obviously, in my little seven-minute drive. But it came on, and I thought, how can anybody hear this and not catch on? So let me play this, and then let me comment on it, okay? Here's the thing. Yeah, okay. I'm a very blessed man. Okay, blessed. Uh I have this radio platform. Yes, he does. With 14 and a half million Weekly listeners. You like that? 14 Millions more on podcast. Exactly. I have a TV platform. I didn't seek it. Oh, no. Of course not. But Fox gave it to me. Gave it to him. And then wanted another night. Listen to all this. How can a man this intelligent not catch on that any system giving him all this shit, asking him to come on to television to spew his nonsense, how can he not catch on that he's not any kind of threat? to the system that would pay him tens of millions of dollars to do all this. Do people not see that? On the weekends? Weekends, yeah. Millions more people. Right. Millions more. Everywhere. Constantly. So there's communication like never before. Yes. And for me, obviously, I take that responsibility very, very seriously. Is that some kind of strange Barnum statement? He takes it seriously. All he does is misrepresent the real problems in the country over and over, as my hundreds and hundreds of podcasts have shown. He never, ever, ever brings up the stuff that matters. And in fact, earlier this initial part, he was talking about how the economy's all wrecked. He never, ever talks about the Federal Reserve. He talks about money printing and bad policy and liberal spending. Uh, It doesn't talk about the fact that all these legal tender laws are totally unconstitutional and were shoved through by Republicans into a packed Supreme Court. He doesn't talk about that. He doesn't talk about how the fact that they have absolutely no authority to do this. The Constitution itself limits the government and doesn't even permit this kind of fiat currency. He doesn't discuss any of that. He drives everybody into these ditches. So what does he mean when he takes it seriously? Does he take brainwashing seriously? What is he taking seriously? How could he be in this business, have all this stuff? How can his listeners hear all these things? And still, he poses as somebody who's a threat to the system. How? Why would a system pay someone like this? (laughs) And then, of course, I write these books. Exactly. So I can do a deep dive on these subjects. (laughs) A deep dive. His stuff is so, so clever because it drags people off into a ditch that they can never figure out. They can never figure out. And people genuinely believe you have to go read Madison's notes and do all these deep dives into all this made-up shit in order to somehow be informed. And this, this constitutional conservative stuff, they push this getting informed all the time. I've pointed out again and again and again to people. Being informed is not the problem. It's not the problem. There's more than enough information. There has been for years and years and years and years and years, really decades. But certainly for the last 20 years, there's been plenty of information that the system's fully corrupt. This man's on the air every single day for three hours talking about all the corruption. You heard about all his media platforms, books, everything else. It's not about being uninformed, people. It's not about needing to go to the school board to find out. Those things have nothing to do with solutions. Nothing. Uh, it's incredible to me. All of that list of shit he's got, and his listeners can't figure out that he'll hold it. Hold it, yeah. If the guy's got 
radio, TV, multiple types of TV, books, podcasts. He's making tens of millions of dollars. They're pushing him in front of everybody all the time. And yet we're supposed to believe that what he's telling us is a threat to the system? Does he not know who Rupert Murdoch was or is? <laughs> the kind of ways he got control of this media shit. Nobody who's running media like this is on your side. Nobody. But he gets up there and with a straight face says all that stuff and his listeners still can't catch on. And so now I want to skip ahead a little bit further in his show and play another clip from the same thing just so you can get a real full view of the kind of information that he spews to people and see just how Really crazy it is that people buy this stuff. Right, let's pick it up here. Because our generation, my age in the 60s, and the generation right behind us in the 30s and 40s, uh-huh. yeah. are destroying the country. <laughs> See? He's destroying the country. It's falling apart. Always the same. Barack Obama was destroying it. Clinton was destroying it. It's always the same. See, the liberals were always destroying it for whatever generation's there. And it was so fantastic before. These are all illusions. This is all deception. Listen to all this crap he talks about. All the stuff he left out, like that entire war series I've begun. Listen to all this nonsense. I'm not saying you are, obviously. Oh, of course not. It's listeners. They're hardcore Americans. But in the aggregate, our generation is destroying the country. This is just utter nonsense. It's just utter nonsense. This is just the end game. See, this is all part of that illusion that if you just get organized, jump up and down, write checks and everything else, that somehow you could change it. You get one stupid vote. Some homeless guy, some crooked fucking thing could get stuffed in the ballot and completely override your vote. Not to mention all the corruption. All the people running are on the exact same side. They all support warmongering. Every single one of them. It's so silly. So there you go. We're destroying it. Got it? We inherited... Such magnificence. <laughs> What's he talking about? Did he not live through the 70s? What happened to World War II? We fall aside the communists. What happened to the Great Depression? What happened to the Federal Reserve? The income tax system? He never discusses anything like that. He doesn't discuss the fact that all of Vietnam was fought over a fraud. That the entire thing from 9-1-1, September 11th, the whole thing's faked up. It wasn't some 19 terrorists with box cutters. It's obviously not the case. All these official narratives, such complete nonsense. Here we go. We inherited magnificence. This is always the way it is. This holy time in the past that was so fantastic. That's why I went through all those wars. That's why I went through that listing and just showed you. We just hit war all the time. And as soon as we killed all the people here and took all their land, we just expanded out, started killing other people and taking more shit. It's ludicrous, the idea that we're some pristine country supporting freedom. Freedom. How can you be free when literally the government can take anything it wants from you in any amount and spend it on anything it cares to? The idea that we're about to lose freedom and always about to. Isn't this crap? This goes on. People love this stuff. This is how dense people are. Over 200 years <laughs> of blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> Over 200 years of wars. Yes. For our freedom and our security. <laughs> How rich is that? In light of that series I'm doing, in light of what's going on right now, in light of every single war narrative we've ever been fed by this government, we total lies. This is what happens. 
These people get on there and they push this complete load of crap about how our government's there to protect us and to keep us free. This is utter and complete brainwashing, and people just gobble it up. See, they just gobble it up. This is the problem right here. These types of commentators who keep everybody we need buried in this complete fantasy about what the so-called country is. All the country is, is the government. And the government has never been an actor of good, ever. It never has been. I went through that whole list. The Civil War? How the hell do you explain that? It's not even a civil war. Both sides weren't fighting for control of Washington, D.C. It wasn't a civil war. The people with their holy vote in each one of those states just left. They said, look, this place sucks. We're leaving. Federal government wouldn't allow it. What kind of freedom is that? World War I, what kind of freedom was that? World War II, we fought on the side of the communists. Vietnam, fake. Korea, that was fighting for freedom. Give me a break. All this bullshit with the terror. See, this is the lie, people. This constant telling everybody that we have this incredible place and that we're blowing it. It's your fault. Not to structure all the problems I've explained to people. No, 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 no. Your inability to vote hard enough. Over 200 years of innovation. What has the government got to do with that? Of experimentation. (laughs) Of failing and then succeeding. Whatever this means, just Barnum statement nonsense. And it takes one generation. Okay. As it turns out, it takes one presidency. Listen to how so ridiculous that is. To destroy it all. <laughs> As though it was somehow kicking ass before. Completely unhinged from any kind of gold standard since the early 70s. We've just been on track for massive inflation. He loves Reagan. Everything's been monetized. The entire economy. It's all fake. I've given endless examples. <laughs> To destroy it all. Destroy it all. It was so fantastic. And if people don't want to be free, <laughs> and if people don't want a republic. <laughs> I mean, listen to this shit. These are Barnum statements. How are you free? He constantly confuses intentionally the idea of consumerism with freedom. What freedom is there? You went up to the capitalist, people are sitting in solitary. They're all being thrown in prisons and given prison sentences. We can't get the government to do anything. He, all he does is all day long is talk about corruption and all the corruption and Biden and his family and nothing happens. Nobody's impeached. Nobody's imprisoned. And the same thing's been going on. He did the whole thing throughout Obama's presidency. And these guys did the whole thing throughout Clinton's presidency. It's always the same. They just intentionally forget all the stuff that never happened. They they draw up this fantasy for people to glom onto. And if people don't want a functioning civil society where, (laughs) where families can happily walk the streets. Who doesn't want that? With a border secure. (laughs) Then we're not going to get it. Oh my God. It's so dumb. It's so fucking dumb. I don't understand how people listen to this every day. Always the same, that we have to get moving right now, and it's up to you to save it with check writing and jumping up and down, or we're going to lose it all. Now he's going to talk about how uh, the country is, of course, about to die. I'm defining to you that a a country that is dying. (laughs) Is dying. Always the same. I can come on here with a happy face. No, he can't. Tap dance all over the place. That's bullshit. He could never do that. I can do that. But I can't live with myself. Okay, look. First of all, 
do you notice how he says a country that's dying? Is the government dying? No, the government's thriving. What's dying? What is the country? What is he talking about? Is he talking about his position, this fairy tale that's never existed with a limited government and all this other crap? What is he talking about? We got to get definitions and terms. It's dying. This is this is how they wrote people in. I'll leave it to others to put a smiley face on this. Oh, please. Absurd. Obviously, we keep fighting. Obviously, we push back. <laughs> Obviously, we never say never. <laughs> uh, do you hear that? This is always the solution that they offer. Voting in this stupid crap. Now that I did that letter to Grover Cleveland and I showed you those excerpts from the Supreme Court opinions talking about how the only thing you can do is vote. They put you in this pen. You've given up all your other rights, supposedly, this fantastic freedom machine. What's left? Well, what he just said. Let's listen to it again. I'll leave it to others to put a smiley face on this. Obviously, we keep fighting. Obviously, we push back. (laughs) Obviously, we never say never. (laughs) Obviously, we keep fighting. We push back and we never say never. This is what passes for a so-called solution that we keep fighting. What does that mean? Keep fighting. I don't understand. What does it mean? We push back. What does that mean? Demand accountability. Never say never. This is what they love. This is the crap that they love. (laughs) So here's a guy with all this access could make such a huge difference if he was actually saying anything at all that was the least bit controversial or dangerous to the system. Oh my God, think of the damage he could be doing. It'd be incredible. It would be absolutely incredible. But the reality is they keep expanding his reach because his reach is incredibly helpful to the system. It's not a threat to the system. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, Legal Man? (laughs) Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. The reality is they keep expanding his reach because his reach is incredibly helpful to the system. It's not a threat to the system. You hear all of this Barnum statement nonsense. This is why this type of person gets such an incredible amount of media time. They're never, ever, ever going to tell you the things I've told you, ever, because the things I tell you make it very clear that the system they're selling 
is utter nonsense. It's not a freedom machine. It's not some fantastic, glorious thing we inherited. It's been dead since they faked up the Constitution after we had the Articles of Confederation. If it wasn't dead before. But absolutely, ever since the Constitution was shoved through with these phony votes and everything else, it's been dead, people. It's been dead. And the Civil War, whatever the Constitution was, it definitely died with the Civil War. But these people pushed the Civil War some fantastic thing. They have this thing called the Lincoln Gala, where they have a bunch of conservatives. The conservatives love Lincoln. How can any conservative love Lincoln? How? A murderer, a tyrant, violated the Constitution in countless ways in order to do what? Hold the union together. It's a voluntary union. You can't engage in a war to hold a voluntary union together. (laughs) God, I just, I couldn't believe what I was hearing when that guy was going on. And I, like I said, I strongly suggest you just go and listen to his, his entire opening monologue. If you just want to hear how powerful this deception is, it only lasts like 13 or 14 minutes. And it's just every kind of, of load of shit, just like that built in to what he says. And anybody who's ever gone on social media or been to a cocktail party and had somebody get into some type of political conversation, you will hear all the same stuff about saving the country. If you just ask him, what is the country? They'll never be able to tell you. And whatever it is they tell you will make absolutely no sense with what they're saying. We're not about to lose the government. The government is growing by the day. There's no explanation ever of how anything like this could ever happen under the Constitution. There never is. Now, I want to play just a small amount more of it for the brainwashing. So listen to this. But it doesn't help anybody, especially those of us who love this country and freedom. (laughs) To fool ourselves. Okay, he's going to be real tough, tough talk. And this is why you see what's going on in the streets. This is why. Okay. Because people aren't organizing, pushing back, staying informed, fighting, never giving up, never saying never. Okay, this is why. It's not all the reasons I've ever given people about how the government is so completely out of control because no part of the Constitution means anything that these guys say and that it has never meant that. And that there are no real restrictions on it. No, 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 it's not that. It's these other things. And now listen to what it supposedly leads to. Besides, of course, Marxism, which has never explained how we can have Marxism under the Constitution. Doesn't make any sense. He was earlier talking about capitalism. I didn't even play it. He doesn't discuss the fact that there is no capitalism in this country. Every kind of act is 100% taxed and regulated. I was just having a conversation with our corporate lawyer on a business deal I'm on, and I was just listening to all the different crap going into these non-statutory options and all these different ways it gets taxed and excluded and exceptions, and you can draw this and safe harbors and all this made-up shit. Every dollar you make, you have to account for and then explain to the government whether they allow you to deduct it. They tax your wage. They tax your life. And then he runs around and tells people we're free. See, it's so convoluted and nonsensical that the people are inside if they can't see it. They can't see it because, like I said in the past, all they do is compare themselves to liberals. But listen to what supposedly this leads to. Where we are breeding human beings in our colleges and universities. Breeding human beings, I don't know. Mutants. <laughs> to embrace genocidal atrocities. Ah, here we go. Here we go. 
Forget the fact that we drop gelatin gasoline on people for years and years and years and years and years, all the different babies we killed. Madeleine Albright's 500,000 dead Iraqi children was worth it. Forget the bombing we do all the time. We're the worst kind. We're the worst abusers. No, no, no. Now we're always the good guy. Have to keep the narrative alive that we're the good guy. They're the bad guy. No descriptions of anything. Details. Forget all the false flags and the bullshit that's dreamed up. Here we are. Now the colleges and universities, they're choosing these people. That's what it is. Okay. That's pretty sick. That's pretty sick. In the media. Media. That plays moral equivalency. (laughs) Between those who rape, brutalize slaughter, burn, and those who don't. Listen to the way that's framed up. It's like something for maybe a 10-year-old would accept a naive, absurd assessment of things like that. I mean, listen to it again. Listen to what he's claiming the enemy is. Every time, the enemy's always the same. They're doing these horrible things. And we're pristine, never does anything wrong, fighting for freedom. In the media, that plays moral equivalency. (laughs) Between those who rape, brutalize, slaughter, burn, and those who don't. That's an absolutely insulting sort of way to frame it up. And yet, millions of people believe that and frame it up like that. I just, it goes on and does some other stuff, but I don't want to play any more of his stuff. What I want to do is I want to play a little funny clip of a song that I woke up thinking about when I was thinking about his clip I woke up the next day and I was just it was going through my head all the time and I love this song I hadn't heard it in quite a long time but it just kept playing in my head so I thought I'm gonna go find that song and I'm gonna play it and I think most people are gonna know the song but it was such a great song I remember how popular it was done by a guy named Harvey Danger. I don't know if he's got any other hits. I don't think he does. He's basically kind of a one-hit wonder. But this was so great. It was back in the 90s, and it was a time when there was a lot of music I liked. And I guess this is the boomer in me, but this is what I was thinking about when he was talking about how we're breeding that. This is the song I immediately thought of, and I guess my subconscious dragged it up and started playing it. See if you remember this. The words. Here it is. Been around the world and found that only stupid people are breeding. The cretins cloning and feeding. And I don't even own a TV. <laughs> you guys remember that song? So much greatness in that song. So much. The words are so great. So great. Been around the world and found that only stupid people are breeding. The Cretans cloning and feeding. I don't even own a TV. <laughs> and I love the refrain. I'm not sick, but I'm not well. And I'm so hot because I'm in hell. <laughs> uh, all the words to the song are so great. And I just, I was thinking about it in my subconscious, this idea that the Cretans are cloning and feeding. Been around the world and found that only stupid people are breeding. The Cretans cloning and feeding, and I don't even own a TV. It's so great. This is the Mutant Scooter People. Tons and tons of that song. I really get a kick out of it. I'll leave a link for people if they want to hear it. So many of the words are great. Put me in the hospital for nerves, and then they had to commit me. You told them all I was crazy. 
They cut off my legs. Now I'm an amputee, goddamn you. Uh, I'm not sick, but I'm not well. <laughs> and I'm so hot, because I'm in hell. <laughs> I love the world. That's the way I feel so much of the time. That I'm not sick, but I'm not well. And I'm so hot, because I'm in hell. Been around the world and found that only stupid people are breeding. The Cretans cloning and feeding. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> Whatever. I mean, this is what we're up against. We're up against this gigantic monolithic media thing that push utter and complete nonsense onto people as though it is a savior and... The fact that people can't catch on to something as obvious as if a person is being paid tens of millions of dollars by the system to tell you about how to save yourself from the system, you can be quite sure that whatever they're telling you is absolutely no threat to the system. (laughs) It's like people with these incredible investment scams. They've got all these great ideas how you can double your money and triple your money. Look, if you had some system that you could actually double and triple your money in all these different ways, you would not need to advertise. That thing would be the best kept secret imaginable. Nobody would ever let it out. You would not be advertised and try to get people to give you money so you can tell them about it. That's utterly ridiculous. If you can even just get, say, 15 or 20% on your money in any significant fashion on a regular basis... You're worth a fortune out in the financial sector. (laughs) That stuff would be so well kept. Anybody who even thought about telling someone about it would get snuffed out. That shit would be so protected. And the same thing goes with this idea that these people in media are somehow your friend. They're not. It's necessary that people have boogeymen. That's all it is. And the liberals are the boogeymen for the constitutional conservatives. And the constitutional conservatives are the boogeymen for the liberals. The constitutional conservatives are always presented as people who are right-wing Christians who are going to take all the fun away and stop you from being able to have an abortion (laughs) and are mean to poor people. And, of course, the liberals are sold as what they kind of are, a much kookier kind of big spending people who basically just want to take all your money. But neither side ever discusses the fact that under no circumstances does the constitutional system we have in any form or fashion ever allow the government to do any of the things it does because nobody would ever agree to it. See, nobody would ever agree to a system where if some other people decide to take all my stuff, They can just take it. And the only way I can protect myself is to go in and get one vote against the same people who also get one vote. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. It would never happen. Nobody would ever agree to it. And it certainly wouldn't be the greatest system ever invented. That's all. And because people are never told this other thing, people, it's very clear, can't think outside of the kind of parameters they're given. They just can't. The vast, 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 vast majority of people can only think inside of a very small area. And I get people all the time that ask me what I think the difference is between people who can wake up and people who aren't. And I don't know. I know this. It's not attached to intelligence. It's not attached to race. It's not attached to your occupation. It's not attached to your age. There's just no real telling 
what's going to happen to wake somebody up. I know this, that people who get really screwed by the system, they tend to have a higher proportion of waking up than others. But tons of people who get screwed by the system, they just double and triple down. They just double and triple down, like a lot of the jokers who got arrested up there on January 6th. It's too painful for them to believe that they got arrested for nothing and they got scammed. And so they just double down in the idea that somehow indictments are coming and they'll be released and that Trump will save the day or some other stupid shit. But I have no idea what it is that makes people wake up. I wish I did. If so, we'd have an easy time. But there's a reason that nobody in media ever discusses jury nullification and all the different ways I've explained to people that it could actually work. There's a reason they never tell the truth about all the things I've told you and read the Supreme Court opinions and read Spooner and explain things. There's a reason. Because that's an actual threat to the system. And as I've said before, my podcast and my message will never, ever, ever be mainstream. It will never be allowed to grow. And people in mainstream will never, ever discuss the ideas. That's all. It's just for a small group of people. And it's such a black-pilled message that most people will never be able to hear it. But it does not have to change the system, overthrow the system, or in any form or fashion affect the system like that in order to be tremendously valuable to you personally. Because you will be in a position then to make decisions yourself about whether or not you want to join the system in some form or fashion. Whether or not you're going to fight it in a special way. Whether or not you're not going to fight it at all. You're certainly not going to get blindsided by the system if you understand it. And that is incredibly valuable. I could do show after show of people who wake up in the wrong order in all the ways they pay. And anybody who listens to a joker like I just played all those clips from and believes any of that crap about filing lawsuits and getting organized, not only will they waste just an incredible amount of their time that they have here in this lifetime, organizing and check writing and driving people to polls and angsting about it and getting on there and arguing with people and having their personal relationships with family and friends wrecked as they're in fights about Donald Trump or some other joker politician. Not only will they have all that and waste all that time, but they run incredible risks that they will run around and file lawsuits with the wrong kind of people and not understand the kinds of messages they're getting about the fact that they need to drop the lawsuit. I would know if somebody cared about my podcast. I would know. I understand the messages they send. They always give you an option to simply shut down. I've made it clear when it comes to any kind of social media, they could just pay me off and I'd go away. No problem. But I'm not a fool. I'm not going to get blindsided and neither will anybody else who understands the system. So if you are in my Patreon and you've listened to all my hundreds and hundreds of shows then you understand the way the system works. You do. Better than far less than 1% of the country and far less than anybody who wastes their time believing and reading that guy's books and listening to his shows and all the other jokers who push this fantasy about the Constitution. You're just so far ahead of them. And it's true, you still have all this depressing shit you have to deal with in the world, but at least you don't live in a dreamland in constant danger at all times of stepping on a landmine. Because you know the way it works. So that's what I really wanted to say today. It really is. And I want to thank you guys in Patreon who kick skin in the game. Because that's really what free markets are about. You know, I take risks. I take my time. And I give something of value. And 
you guys understand that, recognize that, and you kick some skin in the game. And so thank you. I appreciate that. That shows a lot of integrity. I really appreciate that. It makes me feel less isolated than I normally do. And if you want to follow me, if this ever goes out in public, I never know what shows you'll ever go out in public. Fewer and fewer are going to go out in public anyway. Then I'm Legal Man U.S. Crime Review on Twitter. And if you haven't seen Jones Plantation, the movie, go see it. Go to jonesplantationfilm.com and get it. Watch it. Get a gift certificate. Buy some merchandise. Andrew put an incredible amount of time and energy into that and made a fantastic film and really amazing job considering what he had to work with because he did an amazing job even not considering what he had to work with. The movie is just simply entertaining. Seems that a lot of people like the way I played Mr. Jones and that's great and we just need to get it some traction. We need to keep promoting it because at any time it can break into some kind of virally webcast or something like that and people will see it and then it will become much bigger. And if we can make some money off that movie, we can make more movies. And regardless, I think the movie was highly entertaining and I hope people enjoy it. So so I want to thank anybody who supports that project. I really appreciate it. Andrew deserves to get that money back and to make a bunch of money. He did the world a fantastic service with that movie. So, Okay, beyond that, I don't think there's anything else I want to say. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. Great show. Thanks so much. I get to take your service away. More quash. More quash.